Okay, welcome to another edition of Great Expectations, uh, conversations with eighth graders. And today we're talking about something really important, not so important to education maybe, but it's pretty important in our world and that is the NBA Finals. So one of the reasons it's important is that we are a Canadian school and this particular NBA final features, for the first time ever, a team from the Great White North, that being Canada. So we've got Nolan, Ethan, and Jeremiah. A welcome, guys. And I'm going to start you off with this question. Does Toronto have a chance? What has to happen for the Raptors to win this series? Let's start with Nolan. What's your thought on that? Uh, Raptors may have a small chance, but Warriors are a better team. You have to have like good defensive plans though on stopping Curry and like Clay getting open shots. But if uh, w- the uh, shooters catch fire, there's not really much you can do to stop them, really. So Raptors have a small chance. Okay, and uh, and I don't even think I mentioned that. I'm sure anyone listening to this podcast knows, but it is the Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors, and they play out of Oakland, California, as everyone knows. Uh, Ethan, your thoughts? Do the Raptors have a chance in this series? Very slim chance, if anything. Um, I feel like the Warriors, I mean, their lineup's been stacked for a couple years now. And I feel like the Raptors don't have the depth to keep up with the Warriors. Like, if Kevin Durant comes back, then I think the Raptors' defense is going to have to step it up a notch. Right. Yeah, and I do want to talk about defense here in a second. But, Jeremiah, do the Raptors have a chance? Uh, it's See, I'm a Raptors fan, but the chances are slim to none. Um, the Like, it basically, for them to have a little chance, they definitely need to – watch Steph Curry because if he gets hot in the three then you basically lose and because like they they basically have a super team like even though Katie's gone they still have a lot of really good players so Raptors definitely need to set set the game up to win or be even close okay so you mentioned Steph Curry let's talk about him for a second he is so hyped I mean you know for the last two or three years it, it feels like it's been him and LeBron. These are the guys you hear all about. So do you think uh, Steph Curry, Jeremiah, is overhyped, or do you think he deserves the recognition he gets? See, I think that in current years, he's like he's a good shooter, but right now his shooting hasn't been as flashy as, as before. So like before, he was shooting just crazy shots, and now he's just he's – just, I say he's he's a really good player, but not as flashy and as amazing as he was before. All right, fair enough. Nolan and Ethan, any thoughts on Steph Curry? Uh, Ethan, you want to go first or shy? Oh, you can go first. Okay, so I think he does deserve the hype, just being one of the best three-point shooters of all time. In the current playoffs, he's uh, the fourth leading scorer, and that's with having a bad se- uh, series against Houston. That's so true, yep. The thing is with him and Golden State, though, is Golden State have so much different good players that he doesn't have to shoot well for them to win anyways. And he doesn't get as much shots as he would before. Like, before KD comes, he was the man on the team, and they still won 73 wins, uh, NBA record, and they made it to the finals two years in a row, winning one of them. And one, they had a free one lead, but then blew it. So Curry is still really good. It's just that uh, other players on his team are also good. So he's sort of uh, is also in their shadow. 
So he's like no longer the leader. That would probably be KD. So the Warriors are so deep that in a way he sort of gets lost sometimes. And on, maybe on a worse team, his stats would be even better. Yeah, it'd be a thing with like a lot of Warriors players, like with Clay Thompson, for instance. Uh, on a bad, on a worse team, he could do much better because he's one of the best three-point shooters in the league, just like Curry. But Curry passes it to, like K- you have KD, Clay, Draymond, and Boogie all on the same team. So with all those uh, extra star personalities, you all fail, uh, like fade in. Uh, your person. That's why Kyrie sort of wanted out of Boston because he wanted to be the man and to win like MVP, which he hasn't done. Exactly. Ethan, Ethan, any thoughts on Steph Curry? I think I think he deserves the hype because if you if you look back at uh, games two, three, and four against Portland, uh, he scored thirty-seven, thirty-six, and thirty-seven. Credit to Google. Um, and but his three-point wasn't that good. Like, he shot four for 14 in one game. and That was game two. And then game four, he shot seven for 16. So, like, he, I feel like he's not the leader on this Warriors team. I feel like it's KD, even though KD's injured. So, if Steph Curry, um, if people are still going to hype Steph Curry, I think he needs to live up to the hype a bit more. And, um, and uh, yeah, and also? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And also, uh, uh, like, Golden State Warriors as a whole, they are pretty inconsistent because one game, they'll completely destroy a team, and another another game, they'll lose by, like, 10 to a really bad team. So, they're, when, they're on, like, when they're playing well, they're extremely a good team, but then sometimes they kind of get unfocused because they're really good individually. They're really, really good players, and when they play as a team, they can play extremely well together. Now, I've heard, I don't even actually have these facts at my fingertips here, and maybe one of you can Google this, but I have a feeling that the, the Warriors' season record for the, versus the Raptors was not that great. Is that true? Uh, they lost both games this year, I'm pretty sure, to the Raptors. Uh, what, one game, Raptors didn't have Kawhi, and the other one, the Warriors didn't have Curry. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But, but the thing is, that is regular season, and a regular season and playoffs are a whole different thing, because... In the past, a lot of Raptor players, before they got Kawhi, they don't really show up in the playoffs. Right. Kawhi is sort of the main player in the playoffs this year, with uh, Kyle Lowry and the other players not really shining that much. Right. So you mentioned Kawhi Leonard. So he's sort of been like the big appearance for the Raptors, and, and you could easily argue he's the reason why the Raptors are in the finals. Draymond Green came out in his press conference and said, I am simply the best at my position. I'm the best in the league. I think he said I'm the best ever. Yeah, he said he's the best defender ever, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll throw this open to any of you. Who is the better defensive player, Draymond Green or Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, uh, Draymond is a ama- like a really good defensive player, but he so he also plays in this amazing system, which also has other defensive players around him, like Clay and Iguodala. Like Clay also got second team All NBA defense, but Draymond Green, like he can guard any player in the Warriors system, but it's their system which sort of helps him shine. Yeah, Jeremiah, you said Leonard. Why why would you say Kawhi Leonard's the better player? Um, I think so because. Uh, if you watched, so if you watched the series before, 
when they versed the uh, wait, uh, what team did they versed before the war? Before the um, Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, before before that. Yeah, if you watch the game, if you watch all the games, the Raptors did not play well, and Kawhi technically overpowered the whole game. Like he basically got the ball every time, and he and he's he shot a huge amount of shots, and he like won the series just because of him alone. Yeah, he he really carried the Raptors, right, Jeremiah? And I mean, we'll yeah. we'll never forget his uh, huge game seven uh, buzzer beater uh, against the Sixers. That was yeah. incredible. So Leonard aside, are the Raptors, I mean, you just said that Leonard carried the the Raptors through the Philadelphia series, but who is the next most important weapon? Is it Kyle Lowry or someone else on the Raptors? Uh, Probably Kyle Lowry, if he plays to his best of his ability. Okay. Or probably right now Siakam has been playing. He, he just, he's been playing really well in the regular season, but then he's kind of choked a little bit in the, uh, playoffs, but if he works better and better, he'll get really, he'll get he'll get better. Ethan, any thoughts on uh, the next most important weapon for the Raptors? Who do you think uh, matters most after Leonard? Well, if you look back at the season, Pascal Siakam probably is going to win Most Improved Player. So if him and Kawhi keep getting that two man game going, and if they um, and if you know they get a bunch of assist to each other and they're helping each other out. Um, I I think they I think they could give the Warriors fits. But right now, like if you if you if you watch the Bucks series, Van Vliet was shooting lights out. Like he I, I mm. yeah. Oh that's so true. I'll, I'll just pull up his stats. Um I think yeah he, he shot seven for th- no seven for nine from three in game four against the Bucks. Like Wow. He he was shooting fifteen for seventeen in the series. Yeah, that like that right there. That is just like that's amazing. Yeah, that is just amazing for a guy that's coming off the bench, right? And da- no- notice that Danny Green was shooting. I-, I don't even know. He scored in the like the last two games. I think he scored like six points combined and zero in game five. So he's, he's playing horrible. Yeah. So, but I I would like to see the Raptors start Lowry and Van Vliet in the backcourt, but I feel like. On defense, that they'll have a really bad disadvantage. Like if Van Vliet will have to guard guard Clay, I, I already know. Um, uh, what's its face? Danny Green. He's kind of a lockdown. You know, he can play D. But if if his offense isn't that good, that then I I I think Coach Nick Nurse might have to pull him out and put Van Vliet in because I mean Van Vliet's just been shooting lights out. But it's not all about offense, right? It's all about it. It can be about defense too. And if and if Van Vliet can show his defense in Game One, yep. then I think Van Vliet will be uh, starting with Lowry in Game Two. So yeah, so Van Vliet has Game One to show what he's got. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to uh, make your prediction for the series and add any last comments. So I'm just going to go kind of in order of who showed up here. So, uh, Ethan, back to you. How many games is this series going to go and who's going to take it? I, I think we all are saying Warriors probably, but how many games? What do you think? I think the Warriors are going to win at five, even though Raptors have home court. I'm going to I'm going to give the Raptors one game. I'm going to say they win game two. 
at home by 10 points, but that's the only win they're going to get in the finals. I say Warriors in five, but if KD comes back, because KD, I think Nolan said KD was list, now listed as questionable, or was that Boogie? Oh, that's Boogie, my bad. Um, if Like, if Boogie comes back, then, then I mean, like, and KD, like, if they both come back, then I think the Warriors could just sweep them. Like, the Raptors won't have the depth at all to keep up with the Golden State Warriors. Right. Yeah, we never we never want to hope that guys stay injured, but in KD's case, I mean, he's going to be a difference maker, right? So yes. uh, for the Raptors to have success, unfortunately, we kind of need him to uh, be sitting on the sidelines. Jeremiah, how many games? I say, well, well, with my bracket, like my NBA bracket, I think that Sims Ethan, five games, they're going to win. But I say... Uh, Raptors win the first game because they're going to be all hyped because that they made it. And then after – actually, no. I see Raptors in seven. Actually? Whoa. <laughs> Yo, we got, a, we got a big prediction over here, man. <laughs> Let's go. I say first two games are Raptors, then the second two games are Golden State, and then Raptors win in seven. Dang. And Nolan, how do you call this series? Okay, I say Rapt uh, Warriors in five, four or five. Uh, if Raptors win, Raptors have to win the first game where Warriors are missing KD because he's ruled out for game one, and Demarcus Cousins is questionable, and they don't have Iguodala. But I say Warriors win it anyways because of championship experience. Because basically, almost everyone on this Warriors squad has been to the finals and really won. And yeah, and won the finals the like besides Demarcus Cousins, and Kawhi's only one on the Raptors to make the finals, let alone win it. So, like, the Raptors, they are going in uncharted territory, and they don't really know what's ahead of them. And they're coming from a weak east. Like, east is good, but then you have the west, and the west is just full of really good teams. Like, if Rockets made it, they'd probably still be the favorites to uh, win the finals. So that's why I say Warriors, just because of their depth, like how they have five All-Stars, and... Because defense wins championships, and Warriors have uh, really good defensive schemes, and they're all around a good defensive team. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you don't mind me adding one last comment here, I'm just looking at the Warriors roster, and I see their, I see their bench. Uh, I believe Iguodala is still injured. Yeah, right? he's so. Injured. Yeah, so right now on their bench they have Quinn Cook, Alfonso McKinney, Livingston, Livingston who? Livingston. Sean Livingston. Oh, and Livingston, yeah, and then Jordan Bell. And then I look at the Raptors bench, and I was watching the series, and I'm like, holy, their bench has been amazing. Like, Norman Powell? He's been playing. He's been playing amazing. He's He's been playing incredible lately. Him and Van Vliet, like, who they, they were shooting. They, like, they, they were just going off. And then you had Abaka off the bench. Like, Abaka's defense was actually, like, very underrated in the series against Milwaukee. So I, th- I, so I think if the Raptors, like if Van Vliet and Ibaka and uh, the other guy, uh, Norman Powell, if, if, they, if they can keep on performing the way they performed against Milwaukee and like they get like another guy, because right now Raptors have been playing eight, those eight men. Plus, like the th- but also Gasol needs to step up because yeah. he's a little playing soft. Yeah, yeah Gasol, like, he's, he's been shooting a lot of threes, but he's been missing lots of open shots, you know? So... I, th- I think if the Raptors bench can step up and Gasol and Danny Green, um, if 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 they just 
get get their hot hand back, then I say Raptors in six. But if not, hey, if, yeah. If but if but if Danny Green and Marcus Saul like like if like if Green's defense is like trash Ooh. and then Gasol's not shooting good, I say Warriors in four. Wow. Yep. Okay. So possible Warriors sweep. I have something to add. Also, this is the finals, so bench players don't get as much minutes. So the starters could play, be playing like forty minutes, and the bench could get eight. So like Warriors bench does have good players like Quinn Cook, who came in when Curry was injured last year and got like thirty yep. some games. So like yeah, yeah. the thing is. Uh, Raptors have a good bench, but in the finals, the bench, you don't look at that that much because it's the starters, because it's like do or die. So, like, your starters will receive a lot more minutes than your bench in consideration. Uh, and also, if, you, if you've if actually watched the games, the Raptors have been losing in the beginning of the games, especially versus Milwaukee, down by about 15, and then they come back and win. In the Warriors, when they're down by 15, it's going to be extremely hard for them to come back. Yes. In the Portland series, every single game, the Warriors were down by double digits in the second half, by 15 or more, and they came back every single game. And that's with some of the, one of the most clutch players in the league in Damian Lillard. Yeah, yeah that's true. Have a clutch player in Kawhi Leonard, but other than him, their players aren't clutch. Like, yeah, the last three games, the Raptors have been down by 15 and 17 points yes. in the first half. Yeah, just just know the beginning though. The re- I think the reason they were losing by fifteen and seventeen in the first, uh, like the first quarter, is because Danny Green, like Danny Green, I I was watching. I think it was game four or game five. He was taking lots of threes and he was missing them all. And then, and yeah, and then the Bucks would come down and then Giannis would just score easy layups. So and Giannis has been hitting threes. Like he actually was hitting threes. Yeah. And and Nolan and Nolan, you were if, talking about yeah, just one sec. You were talking about like how the bench would only get eight minutes. I I honestly I think Van Vliet and Powell are gonna play twenty minutes every game this series. Because, oh, Van Vliet is gonna. Yeah, Van, Van Vliet could even play thirty minutes because of the way that Danny Green's been just terrible lately. Even have another things to point out. Okay, so if the Raptors bench plays, they're playing Warriors starters, so it's not like they're playing bad bench defense they'd be playing against some of the best uh, offensive players in the league. And if Warriors have a 15-point lead, they're not going to be like the Bucks. The Warriors can just go off and then score a ton of points because uh-huh. of their amazing shooting. So in like five plays, you can be down by like 15 all of a sudden. Yep. And I don't think Warriors will let go of that lead as much because they have... And Warriors is a three-point shooting team. Yeah. Their defense, though, in the championship, they don't... They remain focused. Like uh, against Cleveland Cavaliers, they remain focused the entire time, even though they were up big in the fourth quarter. They didn't let uh, they didn't let up, and they just kept on going. That's the thing in the finals: you don't give up, uh, no matter where you are. So Bucks may like Bucks won the first two games, and then they were slacking off. Like oh, they thought this series was going to be easier, so that gave the Raptors a chance to come back and win. But the Warriors will be looking at this like it's going to be a tough series, like it always is in the finals, and give it their all. Even against Cleveland, when they swept them, they still gave it their all, and they didn't give up because they won the first two games. Awesome, awesome analysis, guys. I'm going to make two predictions. I'm going to say Warriors and six, even though my heart says Raptors, but I'm going to say Warriors and six. And I'm also going to I'm also going to predict that Drake's music sales are going to go down in California during this series. Okay. <laughs> Jake has been Jake has been a big. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not making any friends with uh, other cities. No. But hey, 
Thank you guys. Thank you guys for solid analysis. I've got to run and uh, we've got a band concert tonight, but hopefully we can get this episode out by tomorrow morning where uh, we will start the series tomorrow night. So thanks again to Ethan, Jeremiah and Nolan for this episode. Really enjoyed it. Thanks guys. Yeah. Thanks for having us. It was amazing. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Mr. KV, for hosting this. This is Mr. KV thanking you for listening to this episode of Great Expectations, Conversations with 8th Graders. Today featured the NBA Finals 2019 edition between the Toronto Raptors and Golden State Warriors. Thank you so much for listening. And if you do have any feedback or you'd like to offer any encouragement to these guys or any of my other guests, please Get in touch with me at Mr. KV on Twitter or Instagram, and uh, you can comment or DM me there, and I'd be happy to connect. That's it for now. Look forward to catching you next time right here on the Great Expectations Podcast.